Welcome uh, to episode 189 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it's Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the 23rd of February. We're almost done. 23rd of February, 2000, 2021. February is almost over, people. Um, I tell you what, I've just had a little bit of a shock. Um, I know. Well, not really bit of a shock. I didn't get triggered, man, or anything like that. But fucking, I just had a a lump of wax just fall out of my fucking ear. I don't know what's in there burrowing away, whether there's something. Um, it was like a fucking bullet. Uh, I know this is, uh, if you're eating, um, what time is it now? It's, um, it's nine o'clock in the morning. If you're eating, uh, breakfast or anything like that um i i uh, i don't even apologize uh <laughs> I, i'm not even going to apologize i'm not even going to apologize um if uh yeah fucking hell it was like uh it reminded me of when i went to get my ears syringed and um this was like must be over 10 years ago uh since i, I had my ear syringed the first time and uh they 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 put the they put the liquid in your ear and then swill it all around like the water like the hot water and she pulled these things out my ears i could barely hear at the time and i i'm not surprised why this fucking wax must have been almost about an inch long um full of wax she pulled out my ear so god knows what god knows uh how deep your fucking ear canal is uh, or mine is anyway whether it runs side to side and there's nothing in the middle some people would say that people some people would say that but uh yeah it's just fucking fell out my ear but um i don't know it was, it was like irritating me a little bit earlier on and then uh I, I thought is that a fucking hair in my ear or something like that because i'm of that age people where i have to all of a sudden I don't know what it is. You get over your 40s and all of a sudden, like, you start sprouting hair out your ears and your nose goes fucking mental. You have to mow that every couple of days. Um, or weird hairs just appear on your body. Like I've got hair, like, a little bit of hair going down the middle of my chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To match my uh, gold medallion. <laughs> and... Um, I have random hair, a couple of hairs over on the left side there, and I, I don't know why I need there. Maybe over the years that has evolved. Maybe that part of my chest seems to get colder than other parts of my chest. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's always the hair around the asshole as well that I don't. I don't understand that. Why? Why we have that in the human body? Um, you, you know, it's just going to act. If anything, it's going to act as a matting. Just you know, nobody's ever. I've never spoke to anyone before where they've like um, said that their asshole is particularly cold. Um, that needs you know, uh, that needs that hair there. Why is hair around asshole? Let's Google that, shall we? Here we are um, on the Ben Briggs podcast, learning about uh, biology. Possibly, like other human hair, butt hair likely served a purpose millions of years ago. I I can't see what that purpose is. Surely you want a smooth surface there, something that's not going to get um, before we evolved into a less hairy type of primate. Eyelashes protect your eyes from debris. Yeah, what? <laughs> I imagine. 
arse hair isn't there to protect you from debris. Uh, eyebrows keep sweat out your eyes and the hair around your anus may prevent chafing between your cheeks. Oh, yeah, might do, might do. This must have been before the onset of talcum powder. Um, I don't know. Uh, why do we have hair on our buttholes? This this is very American, isn't it? Hey, you butthole! Um, we tend to have hair in areas where scent is produced. Oh, yeah, that would be it. And the hairs trap your own unique scent, which can make you more attractive to mates. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So basically, your hair around your asshole is there to protect you, um, to prevent the smell of your ass cavity leaking out and uh, putting people off. Uh, but hair provides a layer to prevent chafing between your butt cheeks uh, when you run or walk or do whatever. Hey, hey, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, uh, it's the aging body, isn't it? Nasal hair. Why, why is nasal hair? Stop your nose fucking dripping. Does that, you know, nasal hair. Why? Question mark. Uh... Uh, nose hair is a natural part of the human body that serves as a defense system. Nasal hair keeps harmful debris out of the body system and maintains moisture in the air we breathe. Blood vessels in the nose and face are extra dense. Uh, uh, there you go. So you see these old boys who have got uh, like the amount of, uh, it's particularly old men. You don't get many old women with a lot of nasal hair, but it's particularly men of a certain age in their 70s. Uh, who just have fucking real, you know, it's almost like moustache coming out of the fucking end of their nose. I see a lot of that about people, you know, and but the thing is they don't seem to notice. I don't see a lot of... <laughs> they, they, may have, they may have a whole bush coming out of their ass. They might look like a fucking bunny rabbit for I know. But I haven't seen that on old men. I've only seen the, um, I've only seen the nasal hair and the ear hair. Do they not notice? Surely, they, you know, you look in a mirror when you have a wash, make the soap is all off, don't you? Oh, there's no soap on my face. Oh, my face is a bit dry. I'm moisturised. Holy shit, I've got a fucking bush sticking out of the end of my nose. Do they just, just go with it? I don't know. I need to pin one of these guys down and ask him one day, what the fuck is going on with the old hair coming out of your nose there, me old booty? Um, anyway, let's have a little bit of coffee. I haven't been up to uh, loads apart from uh, various um, secretions out of orifices of my body, obviously. It was a bit shocking, though. Like, just, I don't know. It was just a big lump, and then the end end of it was, like, black or something. So that's obviously the bit that's been delved in a little bit more. Um, what does earwax do? Doesn't it, like, uh, what does earwax do? What does earwax do to teeth? What? Who the fuck is putting earwax on their teeth? Earwax has several important jobs. First, it protects and moisturizes the skin of the ear canal. Need a bit of moisturizer down there, preventing dry, itchy ears. Second, it could contain special chemicals that fight off infections that could hurt the skin inside the ear canal. Finally, it acts as a shield between the outside world and the eardrum. And I suppose a lot of you at the moment are wishing your uh, earwax was a little bit thicker, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> listening to this. Uh, anyway, here we go. Uh, let's start um, some of the bits we've been having a look at this year, uh, this, this, year, this week. Um, uh, this was uh, 184 million 
pounds worth of co- this is a pound as in monetary wise rather than weight. Uh, cocaine has been found in banana boxes sent from uh, Colombia. This is a hey, it's a big drug. You know for a fucking fact that somebody has died on the other end of this. Yes, we've found uh, there's been found two thousand three hundred kilos. Uh, with an estimated value of 184 million, has been found inside a consignment of bananas that arrived in the UK from Colombia, right? You know for a fucking fact somebody has just got two bullets in the fucking back of the head somewhere in Colombia because of this. They showed you a picture of the haul. Yes, they're inside banana boxes, but there is no no disguise to the fact that they are they are straight out of narcos or like fucking Scarface the way they wrap these they haven't even there's a couple of boxes with like two bananas in and then they've just gone ah fuck it um we've got all this stuff this is gonna be it's 2300 kilos of fucking drugs and they've got like a couple of bananas in each box <laughs> they've made the most half-assed way of fucking trying to disguise it they put them in banana boxes on the outside and then it's just like those you know those sealed fucking packs that that uh that that every seam single fucking drug dealer seems to uh uh transport drugs in you know they they're like they're about the size of an old video cassette hey dvd for you youngsters out there um they're about that sort of size. Uh, they're all sort of like green and taped up and shit like that. I mean, you're not going to do that, you know, unless it's like a new special type of banana <laughs> that you can keep in a fucking CD rack. Um, it's pretty fucking obvious, isn't it? I mean, it's the worst packing that's gone out there. This is some sort of, uh, you know, if you came across those sort of like uh, it's it's almost a uh, a sort of no country for old men situation in it. If you came across that, you're not gonna you know. There's no need to do a Hannibal Smith and rub it rub it on your fucking gums to test what it is. You know what it is just by looking at that shit. Uh, the haul of cocaine was intercepted in Portsmouth, and the drugs were. Re- Moved. The National Crime Agency said the pallets were then loaded with dummy packages and delivered to Tottenham Industrial Estate in North London. Um, fucking hell. <laughs> Somebody's... <laughs> hey, where's my fucking bananas? There was bananas with this shit as well. <laughs> uh, let's have a little bit of coffee. We're on coffee today. 10 people were arrested over the hall, which represents one of the UK's biggest ever drug seizures. Um, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure people in the uh, nightclubs have had bigger ones. Here we go. Uh, the raid was a joint operation between NCA and Met Police and was a culmination of a week-long investigation. Is that all it took? Just a week. Usually, like on, on things like narcos and things like that, it took, on programmes like that, it took fucking ages. What did they do? Think, ah, uh, what are we going to do this week? Uh, should we, uh, Monday, should we uh, try tracking down some drugs being imported to the country? Okay, by Friday. Okay, it's all wrapped up. We're done. Officers tracked the shipment of drugs on 41 pallets as it arrived in Port- Portsmouth, where UK Border Force officers removed the cocaine. <laughs> I bet they fucking did. 
Uh, I bet some of them packages have gone missing, haven't they? A little bit of a bonus there. Sell that on the street. Um, the pallets uh, were then delivered to Tottenham. Uh, police moved in once evidence had been gathered from a surveillance operation at the site. Body-worn footage. Five million... By the time that's... Jesus. Uh, the Mets uh, officers have cost organised criminals more than a hundred million in profits. He said, by the time that's divided down into deals, so like in in normal drug deals, that amount would take five million drug deals to get rid of. <laughs> Fuck me, ah, Jesus! It seems that's a lot of work, isn't it? I mean, I know you're making a hundred million profit, but you got to. You've got to make five million drug deals, some fucking, you know, five million coked up fucking people from the city, some fucking city boy in a suit who's been educated at eating, going, oh, yes, 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 I'm in, uh, I'm in stocks and shares, don't you? Are you going to buy this shit or not? Because I've got another four million... Uh, 999,999 twats like you to sell this shit to. <laughs> Uh, cocaine supply is directly linked to the use of firearms knife crime and the exploitation of young and vulnerable people and twats as well um and and narcissistic pricks as well uh let's not forget those guys um but fucking hell yeah i mean like if you're gonna like smuggle drugs into the country you're literally not gonna you you ain't gonna fly it (laughs) Fly it direct from Colombia. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake. Um, they've used banana boxes with plastic, see-through plastic uh, on it, and then um, just packed cling film wrapped fucking packages of cocaine with a couple of bananas in the... <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake. Jesus. They might as well just put crossed out bananas and put cocaine on there on the outside and they'd have probably fared just as well. I mean, what sort of fucking idiot, you know, delivers it six pallets of fucking bananas that as soon as the sniffer dog was within about half a mile of it, it would been start telling you about all its accomplishments and shit like that it's achieved in life. <laughs> Wouldn't it? It just started fucking clucking and then going on about itself, um, and how great it was. You know, just a, a slight whiff of this lot. <laughs> fucking, hey man, I'm gonna fucking do this. I've done all this and that sort of thing. And uh, when I was five years old, I used to play football for such and such. And then, <laughs> all right, Fido, calm down, my old buddy. Uh, let's have a little bit more coffee. I'm on the old caramel lattes today. I fucking love it, man. Take those calories in, Betty Boy. Take those calories in. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, you know for a fucking fact, though, somebody is getting executed about that, haven't they? Um, somebody's going to be found in a fucking ditch um, in Colombia with, you know, like they, or some <laughs> Some some guy out in Colombia right now is just like, uh, hey, you're going to come down the river and stuff like that? We need to chat to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no problem at all. Bang, bang, the next minute. 
the next time he's seen is as a fucking bloated body just like sailing past some fucking backpacking tourists who are about to get robbed. Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, for fuck's sake, that is the the most half-assed fucking uh, drug transportation uh, I've ever seen. Um, not that I've seen a lot, but uh, you see it on these fucking, you know, what happened... What happened with hiding at people's asses? Do they not do that anymore? I know there's going <laughs> to... I know. I know there's a lot of kilos there. But, you know, 2,300 kilos, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know how much drugs you can get in some in somebody's asshole. How much... <laughs> this, is, this is a bad Google, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How much cocaine can you get inside an ass? Inside an ass. Uh, How much cocaine can... How much cocaine can you get inside an ass? Um, cocaine, rectal use, dangers and effect of booty bumping. Is that what they call it? Uh, Plugging cocaine puts people at risk for serious medical... Con- yeah, we don't want to know that. I got cocaine. This is amazing. I got cocaine blown up my ass, so you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wasn't thinking about. Oh, thank God, he's taken one for the fucking team there. This guy, um, uh, the max capacity of normal rectal meaning before the patient is overcome by the urge to defecate is about three hundred and fifty to five hundred mil. How much cocaine can actually fit up your ass? This is a dangerous minds dot net. Just lies with the news against his paradise. Um, here we go. Uh, not that dangerous minds. Uh, inner layer of latex, outer wax coating. So, oh, Jesus, they look quite big, actually. Jesus. <laughs> Just looking at the size of them. They're like... the. Uh, the size of, like, your hand when you're making a C with it. Uh, the length of... Jesus Christ. You know, I'm not really into... Not that I was ever thinking of uh, um, uh, um, transporting drugs within my rectal cavity, but um, just this would... Yeah, you just need to read this article and they'll be like, nah, nah, I'm all right. I'm happy making a pittance being a farmer in uh, Colombia. Thank you very much. Uh, the maximum c- capacity of a normal rectal uh, before the patient is overcome by the urge to defecate is about 350 to 500 mil or about a pint in volume. So a pint of a pint of cocaine in your asshole. You can, you can fit that in there before you need to shit. Uh, that's uh, the first dose to defecate comes at about a hundred mil. You got to push on through that, people. <laughs> so if you're storing five times that amount, you're probably pretty uncomfortable. But repeated stretching of the rectum can increase that size markedly. Here we go. We do not know that it's not rare for people to have larger capacities, says Doctor Whitehead. We have certainly tested people for whom it's 800 mil. With practice, the capacity becomes large. <laughs> I wonder if it goes up in, like, um, league statuses. Um, go and get Jose. We've got 800 mils we need to transport on a fucking plane. Go and get Jose. Where? 
Where is he? He's over there sitting on that cone, just doing his stretches. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, then it gets weird here on this article. It says, the rectum is a fantastically powerful, stretchable part of the body. All right, sunshine, calm down. The problem I kept running into in trying to figure out how much cocaine you could fit in your butthole is that, well, there isn't really any an upper limit. Surely there's an upper limit in there. Uh, it's all about conditioning and practice. Yeah, you've got to put in the hours. You've got to be like an athlete if you're going to transport cocaine in your asshole. You put in the hours, son. You, With my help, you could be the best. Um, given the density of con- cocaine that converts to about 0.97 kilogram, uh, cocaine hydrochloride that converts to about 0.97 kilograms of cocaine or very nearly the size of one of those big bricks you see confiscated on the news. That's exactly what they had. Those bi- That's the term I was looking for, like those fucking brick things they see. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, that would be... Fa- I just couldn't... There's an inner layer of latex wrapping, an outer wax coating, a knot tied in the layer of plastic food wrap, densely packed drugs, and the, uh, drugs, and then inner layer of latex wrapping. There's... Um, there's quite a bit there. It's not going to be soft, that's for sure. You've got to, you know. So if you've got 800, you're eight times past, like, needing the urge to defecate. (laughs) We've all been there, people, haven't we? Oh, we've all had something dodgy to eat. And then suddenly you get early onset uh, fucking need to shit. Jesus. Oh, Christ. Um... Yeah, that's what. This is the reason why I've. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I couldn't. You know, uh, I w- I was not really a user of cocaine. Not really a user. No, never. You know, uh, one occasion did nothing for me. Uh, I was very very drunk and impressionable. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, reg- it's just the transportation. You know. Alcohol's meant to be a drug, isn't it? But you get that from the supermarket in a clean bottle with the top still on uh, that's been put on a manufacturing plant and it has, you know, it has the ingredients in there and the manufacturing plant and bottling plant has to be up to certain hygiene standards. Uh, You know, I imagine I'd feel differently about drinking a bottle of beer if it had been transported into the country inside somebody's asshole. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, oh, no, I'm all right, thanks. Actually, I might think about brewing my own. Um, <laughs> every fucking top's got, hey, what, what the fuck? Jesus Christ. Is this mud on the top or something like that? Has somebody dropped this in a puddle? <laughs> I don't know, people. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so a shitload. Somebody is going to die in Colombia. Uh, maybe um, that's the worst thing about this sort of thing, isn't it? They don't just kill their family. They'll kill all their friends and fucking everything. You know, you could be the guy who fucked up postman and they kill you to make an example because you've said hello to the guy one morning. Or you're the... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got a load of banana, uh, empty banana boxes for you. Is that for you? You're the DPD guy who, who delivered the fucking banana boxes and the next minute you're watching your wife being shot in front of you. Um, 
I don't know. Anyway, um, that's uh, uh, fucking hell. Um, yeah. Uh, here's 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 a more positive story. Let's have a look at this. Uh, a more positive story, but also seems like a little bit of a waste of time. Um, engineers uh, have built machines to scrub O2 from the air. This is it, people. This is how we fight back against global warming. Oh, yeah. Taking on nature, baby. Taking on the destruction of the world and turning it around. This is what we do as a species, people. We think out a problem. We design a fucking um, a fucking mechanical device. We design a fucking computer system to cure the ills that we have put on the world. <laughs> We're desperately trying to cram. That's how it feels like at the minute, doesn't it? With everything, with like electric cars coming out. It's like we're like the night before our exams and we haven't revised and now we're desperately trying to scrabble around and uh, uh, save the planet before it's fucking too late. <laughs> the amount of adverts on TV for electric cars. Please buy an electric car, please. We're all going to be fucking burnt to death at 50 degrees if we ain't careful in the next two years. But a couple of fucking electric cars popping around, that's going to save us. Uh, engineers have built a machine to scrub O2 from the air. But will it halt climate change? This is the title of it. Haven't we got machines like this already? Haven't we always had machines that scrub CO2 from the air? Aren't they called fucking plants and trees? Haven't we got those? Can't we just stick up those American redwoods that like absorb sort of like about a million cars worth of fucking uh, CO2 in a day or something? On Wednesday this week, it says the concentration of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere was measured measured at 415 parts per million. The level is the highest in human uh, history and is growing each day. See you later, guys. We're off. <laughs> the last one to not be burnt alive by the fucking atmosphere. Turn the lights off. <laughs> uh, amid all the focus on emission reduction, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, they... <laughs> <laughs> is there a panel uh, that is clearly um, not having an impact? Says it will not be enough to avoid dangerous levels of global warming. The world must actively remove historical CO2 already in the atmosphere, a process often described as negative emissions. So what they've done, this removal apparently can be done in two ways. Enhancing carbon storage in natural ecosystems such as planting more forests and the second is by using direct air capture technology that strips CO2 from... You know what they're going to do? They're going to fucking go the other way with this and then there's going to be no CO2 in the atmosphere and then all the plants will die out and then we'll just be left there with these machines that you can't switch off sucking out the atmosphere. I don't know. This is my prediction. Hopefully it won't happen in the next 50 odd years. <laughs> I know it's difficult, people out there with children and shit like that, but I haven't got any children, um, and I just want it to be kind of all right until I die, and then everybody can get on with what they want to do, you know. We're in factor 3000 fucking sun cream, like some weird futuristic Robocop state we're living in. Um, so this is the direct air capture stuff. 
um, uh, refers to any mechanical system capturing CO2 from the atmosphere. So Swiss company Climaworks operates 15 direct air capture machines across Europe. So they're already doing this, comprising the world's first commercial DAC system. The operation is powered by renewable geothermal energy. Okay, so what what effect does this have? The machines use a fan to draw air into a collector inside, which a selective filter captures CO2. Once the filter is full, the collector is closed and the CO2 is sequestered underground. So that so they put the CO2 underground. <laughs> Where at some point you fucking know it's gonna blow. It's gonna be like when they switch off the fucking machine in Ghostbusters. <laughs> A fucking ghost storage machine and then suddenly everything fucking starts firing out all over the place and you've got Slimer popping up out of a fucking hot dog fucking vending cart um uh jesus direct air capture faces many hurdles and challenges before it can make a real dent in climate change no shit you know first of all you know <laughs> it's the same old thing in it it's the same. It's like um, across the road here at Sixfields. Um, there's a uh, that the whole like place with the cinema and a football ground and all the restaurants there was built on an old landfill site. But they have to like put stakes in the ground with like chimneys coming out to let all the CO two out because obviously everything's rotting underground and they have to let it out. Um, so all the CO2 doesn't, um, uh, so all the methane and shit like that doesn't build up and fucking explode. <laughs> and that just goes straight into the air. So they're, they're, the issue I have with this is it seems like the old uh, human being thing, hey, we've, we've invented this thing of uh, taking CO2 out of the air and it's going to save us. From global warming. Okay, what happens to the CO2? Oh, well, we just we just fucking bury it, mate, and we? We fucking bury it. Is that, is that, is that what we, that's the thing? Just bury it. Is that it? Just uh, literally just sweeping it under the carpet. <laughs> well, we're doing our bit. I'm sure future generations will be able to sort that out. You know, if they're able to go outside and actually work on shit and they're fucking bricks and mortar house hasn't melted on top of them like some sort of fucking copper pot uh, in a fucking nuclear fucking explosion. Uh, I have, uh, you know, it <laughs> literally just sweeping. Oh, brilliant. You're reducing CO2. Well, sort of, for a time being. That is until it explodes underground and then we're fucked. <laughs> what about the trees? Yeah, yeah, we could plant more of them as well, I suppose. Um, anyway, can we have investment for this? Is that okay? Yeah, sure. There's a billion pound. Knock your socks off. Uh, Jesus. Another fucking waste of time, this seems like. Uh, it says Australia is uniquely positioned to be a world leader in it boasts large areas of land not suitable for growing crops. Yeah, so it was ample sunlight, meaning there's great potential to host DAC facilities powered by solar energy. Yeah, so they're going <laughs> to... I ain't going to be taking a holiday in Australia as soon as they start blowing. <laughs> the whole of Australia just blown off the fucking map. Oh, uh, dear. Uh, what are we on? 31 minutes, people. Holy fucking shit. 
Um, that was uh, episode 189 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you have any questions uh, or you want to put me right about my ignorance <laughs> on this, uh, just uh, message me uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Uh, have a good rest of your working week and I'll speak to you at the weekend. Take care.